I'm tired this morning, and so I'm not going to just, unless God gets a hold of me. But it's something that we need to know. I like to come into God's house, and I like to see the Holy Ghost moving. I like to see shouting in the house, dancing in the house, praying and all that in the house. But sometimes we just need to slow down, and we need to look what's going on around us, and we need to look and see what's going on in our own lives. Amen. Amen. You know, this world are moving, moving too fast. It's moving just like in a bomb and it's fixing to blow up. Fixing to blow up. I believe the fuse is done lit, Brother Dean. But as I read this, and stand with me as I read here just a little bit, and I've just got some scripture. I didn't write down a message, but I did write down where to find it at. In Romans chapter 8, the Bible says, There is therefore... Now, no condemnation. Anybody know what condemnation is? What is condemnation? Nobody don't know what condemnation is? What? Fault. Guilt. They say one of them is guilt. Therefore, now, no condemnation. Listen to this. To them, to them which are in Christ Jesus. So he's saying if you're truly born again, a true born again Christian, then you're not going to have no condemnation. To them who walk with God or live with God, Them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after what? But after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me and you free from the law of sin and death. How many is with me right now? That's good stuff. That's a good, I'm going to read it again. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made us free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, listen to this, God sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, uh, the things of the Spirit. Verse 6, For to, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity with against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, uh, neither indeed can it be. So then they that are in the flesh uh, cannot please God. Come on, brother. Mark extra blessing on this word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
all these things in this old world, Lord, are dying, Lord. Yes, they are. Amen. Now, I read there, and, but I want to read now just a little bit further here. In verse 9 it said, But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, somebody finish that. Verse 10, it said, And if Christ be in you, be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also Quicken your mortal bodies by His Spirit uh, that dwelleth in you. Hallelujah. Come on, brother. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Therefore, brethren, if we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh, for if we live after the flesh, uh, He shall die. Uh, but if ye through the Spirit do mortify, that means clean it up. Clean up your, the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons and daughters of God. Hallelujah. Come on, brother. That's some powerful stuff. Yes, it is, so it's not what I say this morning. It's not what you say this morning. It's not what the world says this morning, but it is what God says this morning that really counts. And I hope you don't leave here, and I hope you that's watching Facebook don't turn me off, because you need to hear what God said. So what God was saying here, Pretty much, without my spirit, you have never been saved. There, I believe, in the world that we live in today, the people, not just out in the world today, but I believe the majority of people and the churches today, and I'm not leaving this church out of it either, have no clue about the Spirit of God. I do not believe, and I'm not judging the Bible, I'm not judging this morning, but I've been around a long time, Brother Dean, as long as maybe not as Lloyd and Billy, but we've talked before, but things has changed over the years. And I hear people say it all the time. 
well, so-and-so does it this way. So-and-so church does it that way. Why can't we do it a different way than what we're doing it? Well, I'm not concerned. Well, I am concerned about some of these churches. But I'm not really... I'm not really concerned about what this church does or that church does. But I am concerned about what this church at Bloomington Chapel does. But it seems like it's getting to be all about a rat race today. Everybody wants to keep up with the Joneses. There's no there's not many satisfied today with the old ways and they've started looking for new ways and they're not satisfied with them either. We may change. The churches may change. All some of them are changing their doctrine, their teaching. Many of them are accepting sin to just walk into the pulpit. You say, how do you know, Ralph? If you don't know it and you ain't seen it, then you're blind. They say, well, things have changed. We had to change things uh, to try to get people to come to church. When you change the old ways of serving God and worshiping God and walking with God and reading the Word of God and believing the Word of God, uh, and when you change the Word of God uh, into something just in order to build a congregation with uh, a congregation with people, uh, and you build it uh, with things that God said is sin and lied to come in and walk in the pulpit, uh, I'm going to tell you something, friend, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it, and they'll probably shut me off, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. I do not see how these churches and these preachers uh, and these churches uh, can say that they can ordain uh, homosexuals and lesbians uh, and let them come into the pulpit and preach the Word of God because the Word of God, uh, amen, the Word of God is the Word of God uh, and the Word of God, I didn't say it, uh, God said it, uh, it is abomination unto God. That's what's happening today. The churches are not gaining, they're losing. Because they've left God out of their lives and out of their church. But it's happening today. It's happening today. They're accepting it. They're not only accepting it, they're allowing it to ordain them. And they, some churches, one denomination is split up of it. Some of them said, we're not having no part of it. And I don't blame them, Tony. If, the, if this church here, the BIC, the Brother of Christ, whatever you want to call it, if they start doing that, uh, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, they can't do anything about it. Uh, we will quit being uh, uh, whatever, uh, and we'll change, uh, change the name. Uh, amen. Because... Uh, uh, with a good name to change it, we are believers in Christ. Amen. Amen. We believe that He is the way and the only way. Believe in Jesus, brother. Believe in Jesus. 
people will say, well, And here Paul was writing, but under the inspiration of God. And what he's really saying, what God is saying here, that there is two masters. You can't serve them both. The Bible says that in Matthew. You love the one and hate the other. Hold of the one and loose the other. There's a lot of people out there today, see us, that's trying to have it both ways. <laughs> now to those of you that was here Wednesday night for Bible study, and I'm going to throw this in, this ain't going to cost you no more. Wednesday night service is really the most important service as there is in our three services. Amen. Amen. You say, well, why is it so important? You know. It helps you in the other two services. Because in Bible study, we search the Scriptures. We learn what the Scripture says. And then on Sunday night, Sunday morning, when teachers gets up to teach or preachers gets up and preach, uh, and if you've been into the Bible studies, uh, which you don't, if you've not been here, you won't have a clue what they're talking about. But if you're here and you'll say, hey, I know that, I remember that, we had that in Bible study. This is where we really sat down and learned what God says. And so I just went through there. A look in, and I want to look in James chapter 4 and verse 13. You got that up early? James 4 and 13. Look at what it says. God said to go to now, ye that say today or tomorrow. How many of you listening? Let's see your hand. Now this is what God said. Go to now, ye that say today and tomorrow, we will go into such a city and we will continue there a year. We will buy and sell and get gain. Make money, get rich. Whereas, but God said, not me. Is anybody, you got it up there, ain't you, Lee? Look at verse 14. But God said, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? Question. What is your life? And then God answered. He said, It is even a vapor that pareth for a little time, and then you vanish away. That's what God said. So what God is telling us here is don't worry about don't worry about tomorrow because you may not be here tomorrow. But let's be honest, how many worries about tomorrow? 
How many of us thinks, even thinks about tomorrow, thinks that you may not be here tomorrow? We don't, don't ever think about that, do we? We all make plans. We all make plans from one day to the next. We all make plans a lot of times from one year to the next where we're going to take vacation at. Just like we know what's going to happen. Jesus said, God said, whereas you know not where you're going to be at tomorrow. But I'm going to throw this in. But God said to me, these people that's not going to listen to you, but you listen to me, they didn't listen to me first. And there are people out there today that make fun of me and any preacher that preaches uh, the Word of God. They make fun of them uh, and they have listened to them and they've turned the deaf ear away from them uh, and they're not listening to what God says. Uh, let me tell you, church, uh, when I'm up here preaching, I've had people to say, uh, uh, well, the preacher said so and so. The preacher said this, the preacher said that. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, what this preacher wants to say, uh, it's not what I, I'm just a spokesman for God. Amen. Uh, I'm just a servant of the Lord. Uh, and people get mad at me sometimes uh, for preaching what God said. Uh, I got news for you. Uh, I'm going to preach what God says. Uh, you can blame me or you can blame God or you can blame anybody you want to. I've had them say, well, I don't care what Brother Ralph says. I don't care what the preacher says. I know what the Bible says. And to you people that's done that and said that, here and out there and anywhere else is watching and listening, uh, let me tell you something. What God said, let me go on. Verse 15, it said, For that you ought to say of the Lord's will... Uh, we shall live and do this or do that. Not say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to go here, I'm going to go there. But what we ought to say is, if it's God's will, I'm going to do this. If it's God's will, I'm going to go there. I don't want to do anything, Brother Dean, uh, without being in the will of God. I don't want, I would stand and preach though not one word out of this Bible on my own self. Hey man, what I do, I want to do it on the will of God. What's happening to the churches today, they put God out and let the devil move in. Hey man. But he said, but now ye rejoice in your boastings. All such rejoicing is evil. Oh, we like to brag about what we do, don't we? Boy, I done this, I done that. Boy, I tell you what, I sure laid it on them this morning. Boy, I sure told them. If you're not telling them what the Word of God says, you better be careful. Mark knows a little scripture there. He said, Our filthiness, our righteousness is filthy as rags. Yeah. Come on, brother. 
You and I cannot do anything without the Lord. Just like that song, I can't even walk without holding his hand this morning. But there's so many people, so many people today, Mark, that, that is turning a deaf ear to the Word of God. Too many people turning deaf ear to the Word of God. I've had people say, well, preacher, you ought to preach that. You'll make people mad. If it's the Word of God, He'll do one of two things. If they get mad, they'll move up or move out. But listen to this. I'm talking about what God said. What God And God has done told us here, right here, what He said. But let me tell you, the last verse, chapter, uh, uh, the verse 17, it said, Therefore to him that knoweth to do good, and what? And doeth it not to him in his sin. What you reading up there, I'm reading right here. So it's the Word of God. God said it, not me. Don't go out here and tell people, uh, that preacher made me mad. He said so and so. You tell them what he said, and then I hope they ask you, well, was it the Word of God? Was it the truth? Say some people will believe anything. And then there's some people won't believe nothing. So I think it's about even and even. Uh-huh. Some will believe anything and some won't believe nothing. Amen, brother. How many people in here knows for sure that you'll be back here next Sunday? Oh, yeah. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> what? Was that the question was God asked? How many? How many believe that there'll be a Bible school tomorrow night? Well, that's a different story. How many will be here if it's God's will to be here? Oh, yeah. Well, there's a few hands that need to go up then, whether God's will or not. They don't care. But therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him, it is sin. Church, we've been in church enough. We've heard enough preaching. We've heard enough teaching. We've had enough Bible school. We've had enough children church school. We've had enough teaching and preaching uh, that we all know with what we preach and teach here. It comes out of the Word of God. Uh, and we all know what the Bible says. Uh, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him it is sin. And we all come up short in that sometimes. Yes, we all come up short so and so and sometimes. But where some of us just come up short in it every now and then, they some of them come up short in it all the time. To him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him, it is sin. I've got to throw this in this morning, church. I've heard 
I've had some of my children over here to tell me. And I've heard some of y'all's children tell me. And I've heard it all time when I'm out. When I invite somebody to go to church or talk to them about the Lord. You know the answers I get a lot of time? Well, I'm a Christian. Well, I haven't seen your church for a while, for a long time. Well, Uncle Ralph, well, Brother Ralph, well, Dad. I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. How many has heard that before? Oh, yeah, boy, I'm on a roll here. Well, I don't have preacher. I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. <laughs> Boy, things are getting quiet in here now. God help me. But God help them people. I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. He didn't know what to do good and do with it not to him in his sin. What did God say? Let me see if I'll mark down it. Well, maybe I can remember here. Hebrews 10 and 25. God said, not forsaken. Do not forsake to assemble. What does that word assemble mean? What? Do not forsake the assembling of who? Ourselves. Together as a manner of some is. Now what he's saying here, a lot of them's already doing it. But he's saying to us, don't do it. He said, don't forsake assembling yourself together as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another, lifting up one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Does that sound like what, does that, is that any different than what God says? Oh, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian. Now let me say there's some exemptions from here. If you're sick and in bed and you can't go, that's a different story. There may be reasons that you just cannot go. But just laying out to go to the lake on Sunday morning, going shopping on Sunday mornings, going and partying and eating on Sunday mornings, that, all that is just an excuse. It's not a reason. But I'm saying if we're young and we're able, we ought to come to church if for no other reason uh, to thank God that you're able to get out of bed this morning. And to thank God for taking you through another week of troubles and trials and heartache 
But these people, I've had them when they say, well, I don't have to go to church uh, uh, to be a Christian. Uh, they're the very one that called the preacher, uh, called their uncle, called their dad, uh, and say, pray for me, uh, I'm sick. Uh, pray for me, uh, I've got the COVID. Uh, uh, pray for me, uh, there's this and that going on uh, in my life. Pray for me, uh, my husband and wife is a fighting and having problems. Uh, Pray for me. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, if you don't, uh, if you belong to God, uh, and if you keep yourself uh, in the will of God, uh, God is going to take care of you. Sometimes we don't want to help ourselves, uh, but we think everybody else uh, can solve our problems uh, for them. Uh, let me tell you something. It's time, church. Uh, it's time, teenagers. It's time, uh, uh, moms and dads. It's time uh, that we all stand up uh, and take responsibility uh, for our own actions uh, and quit pointing fingers at this and that and, uh, and blaming them for it. It's time we grow up and take actions for what we do and how we live. These people say, well, I don't have to go to church. That ain't what God said. God said, go to church, assemble yourself together. Amen. Amen. And it said to lift one another up. How are you going to help lift one another up when you're not here? People just taking God for granted. They're doing what they want to do, going where they want to go, when they want to go. Without even asking God. I believe God's mad. How many believe God's mad? <laughs> How many believe God is allowing what's going on right now in America? How many believe because the reason for it is? Because America has turned their back on God and started doing what America wants to do, what our leaders wants to do, and thinks we ought to listen to them instead of listening to God. He said, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. He said, I will repay. He said, pray for them. Pray for them that persecute you. Pray for them. He said, in so doing, he said, you're piling cold of fire upon their head. How in the world, if we're able to go to church, <laughs> how in the world can we say, well, well, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. I'm sorry, that ain't what God said. He said, forsake not to assemble yourself together. You get mad at me, shut me, I'll do whatever you want to do. You will anyway. But I'm telling you the truth. And I'm talking to my family as well as I'm talking to yours and anybody else this morning. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And He said, then I'll add all these other things to you. People are scared to death, they're worried to death, cause gas is a high, bread's a high, and everything else is for high. Well, let me tell you something. I'm serving a God today. Uh, as David said, uh, 
I once was young, but now I'm old. He said, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed of begging brown. I'm serving a God today that said he would feed me when I was hungry. He'd give me to drink when I was thirsty. I'm serving a God today, Brother Mark, that said in the land of a famine, I'll still feed my people and take care of my people. I don't know about you. I ain't going to put my trust in the government to feed me and take care of me. I'm going to put my trust uh, in a man called Jesus, amen, uh, the one that died for me, the one hung on the cross, and the one that's coming back for me, uh, and if it's today or tomorrow, or next year, or ten years from now, I'm going to try my best to be ready, uh, when he calls, I'm going to answer it, amen. Amen, brother. I can't see that clock back there, I think it stopped anyway. y'all get ready for me to quit, just stand up and start leaving. <laughs> I'm looking at my watch. That don't mean I'm stopping. <laughs> Look with me in Romans 5 and 8. If I can find it back over here. Romans 5. I've lost who I was preaching from. Romans 5 and 8. Look what God said here. Look what God said. Lee, you got that up there? But God commandeth His love toward us. And that while we, who is we? Y'all getting a picture? Toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for who? Much more than being justified by His blood. How was we justified? By the cross and His blood, Tim. Right. Being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through who? Amen. Through Jesus. For if, now listen to this. There's two words there that's important. For if, when we were enemies or sinners, we were reconciled to God, by the death of His Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, by whom we have now received the atonement or the forgiveness uh, of our sins. Uh, you see, we once... Uh, was reconciled. We once was separated from God. Uh, see, when we've got sin in our lives, sin will separate us from God. Amen. Uh, and we all was sinners. Uh, and it took somebody, uh, amen, that God loved enough, that was worthy enough uh, to die for our sins, and that was Jesus Christ, His Son. Uh, and so when Jesus Christ came and died uh, for our sins, uh, He tore down that wall of petition. Uh, amen. Jesus done it. Uh, 
because we had no hope in eternal life before he came and died for us. And we have been reconciled because Jesus died for us. Brother Jerry broke down that wall of petition. Then that let us see and opened up the door to heaven through the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. And he brought the sinner and God back together. And therefore, he said, if you will receive my son, then you will be entitled to eternal life. God said, God said, if you love me, church, God said, if you love me, 